0: Starburns out of here.
1: So we're back today with the Bianca Del Rio podcast. I am Bianca Del Rio. Now I know people say this often that they're excited or they're really looking forward to our next guest, but that's kind of an understatement for this next superstar. She's been a part of an amazing group called Steps for over 20 years. She's been an accomplished actress, singer, dancer, performer, and she's fucking gorgeous. And I'm also lucky to say that she's one of my dear friends. We met a while back and we had some really good times. And so today we catch up with one another and discuss those memories or the ones we remember or the ones we forgot. You know, it really depends because there was liquor involved. So take a listen to the fabulous, extraordinary Miss Faye Tozier. And here we are, Bianca Del Rio is back with another podcast today And today I'm quite excited by our special guest And I normally don't say that because usually it's a lie But this particular guest is lovely It's the incredibly talented, gorgeous, hilarious, English songwriter, singer, dancer, actress, member of the British pop group Steps And my dear friend and drinking buddy, Miss Faye Tozier
0: Hi, I mean, what an introduction! I will pay you later, darling. Uh, isn't that nice? <laughs> How are you? Oh my god, I'm I'm actually okay. Uh, yeah, busy now. We've had a really, really slow, crappy time, and things are picking up and happening. Hey.
1: Well, you know, I, I was just talking to somebody recently is that, you know, 2020 was obviously a change in pace for everyone. But one of the things that saved us, which we're going to talk right off the bat, just because it's important, is Step. Steps came out and said, hey, we got a new song. We got a new video. We got everything going on. We've got a tour. You, you gave everyone hope, which is amazing. So that's been that's been promising, I must say.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, we had the whole package ready to go in March, just before the first lockdown. And in fact, you heard me practicing the demos when we were <laughs> yes. doing Jamie. Uh, yes. And you heard all those things going on, me and my dressing <laughs> with a closed door going, ah, ah, ah yeah. I trying to work out what was going on. And um, so we had the album and everything ready to go. And then the day before lockdown, I think it was March 22nd or something. Mm-hmm. And literally, we had a phone call from our agents in America going, I think we need to pull the plug. We don't know if we're going to be able to promote it. So you have to take the chance. Are we going to go? Aren't we? So we went, ah, OK. And stuck our hands underneath our butts and just went, yeah. OK, no, we're going to wait. We're yeah. going to wait. And we were so lucky, it really worked in our favor because then uh, when lockdown lifted over here in the okay, it was like uh, November. Uh, mm-hmm. When we were able to release it, and it was just—it it blew, blew up. Everyone needed
1: it. Yeah. Well, no, and the best part about it is, you know, there's very few things that have been uplifting. I mean, I know everybody in the UK, well, globally, is going, "What the fuck is yeah. happening in the world?" But you know, we had our own troubles over here <laughs> with with our current, yeah. uh, well, our past administration. So it was exciting just to hear and see and give people hope. And you have an undivided audience; everybody's at home, no place to go, so they're streaming. They've seen everything <laughs> on Netflix. They're <laughs> like. Yes, Steps is back. Uh, and I've incorporated it in my fitness program because Steps gets me what? going. Yeah, I, I do slow down. I do slow down when there's a ballad. But other than that, I, I do enjoy the high energy and the excitement. So you've given a lot of hope to a lot of people. So you should be very happy and proud of yourself.
0: Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. we are. We are.
1: Yeah, and so I know you guys had the whole tour and everything planned, and now you've had to you know, rebook it as one does, because I've had the same thing happen to me, I where know. you're like, hmm, what are we gonna do? So as of now, you guys are planning to head out on the road, correct, in November? <laughs> correct we
0: moved it literally a whole year later um uh-huh. in the hope that everything would be absolutely fine
1: yeah. um so
0: we're still <laughs> crossing our fingers yeah uh, obviously with the vaccines happening we're we're distributing the vaccines here over in the uk the uh, elderly first and they go work the way down is that the same over there with you um
1: i think so i mean even though i consider myself an essential worker i don't think they're going to get to me anytime <laughs> soon but and you're not
0: quite eligible yet babe well <laughs> am i am i that's a question hey, with a, we're the same age. So. Uh, well, sh- you can't tell anyone that. <laughs> yeah. But you look good, bitch. You look
1: good. Um, oh no, damn. I think I think that's the process here as well. And it's just that thing. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess you understand it too as a performer. It's that thing where you're like, okay, I, I'm afraid to go out on the road uh, or commit to anything until everyone is kind of safe and out there. You know, you don't want to do a space with half the audience. You don't want to do a socially distant show because it just doesn't have the same impact, you know?
0: I know, and especially with um, our kind of shows as well because we're inviting people to get sweaty together and sing together. It's just, you know, it doesn't mix. This whole thing is going to be, we need to be ready for our audiences to come back and do it. So, yeah, it's it's a freaky thing. And And the funny thing was... Um, hearing everybody uh chase for those next dates. Yes. Because we, we had to book uh we have to book arenas like two years in advance. Wait, so did you hear know. that?
1: Did you just hear that? She has to book arenas. Arenas. Yeah. You do it, bitch.
0: Arenas you know,
1: two years in do. advance. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well we do, we do. And then um you have the big shows like Strictly that yeah. um went, Oh my god, we can't do it, so we need to move it a year. And then suddenly there was this um we we found out that we had um different pencil marks so the arenas were holding dates for different people and sometimes we were two down and then we moved up the list a little bit and we were trying to like navigate the journey of what a UK tour would be without it being absolute hell as well yeah everybody's trying to do the same so It's... it's like oh my god we need to the twenty second of October. Let's uh, hope they go out of the way. Give <laughs> me the date so sure that we get it first. Yeah. <laughs> Agree?
1: I you know, it, it's a wild thing. I you know, I had the same thing. I had a tour that I was supposed to announce uh in uh, what was it, April, I think of last year, uh, and I was supposed to start in Australia and was planning to put everything out. And thankfully I didn't, because you know how it is with returning tickets and rescheduling, it's a nightmare. So um, it's been the same thing for me. It's just finding the venues and finding the space and also just hoping that the world can come out and enjoy it, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. But I think, you know, um, cross fingers, and and everyone seems to be really optimistic, but at the end of the day, you know, we have to be true to our tickets And we have to just keep moving it until it is safe. You know, we're we're not going to be stupid. No one's going to want to do that anyway. So yeah, it's it's all about safety first. So
1: without (laughs) without a doubt. Now you play. So as of now, for 2021, your tour dates start in November through the whole month Mm -hmm. of basically of November. Yeah. And where can they find tickets at for your? It's all tickets and selling. (laughs) They're going to go through AEG Presents dot co uk yeah. slash steps i believe Stash that's what steps. it is i Stash mean steps. i'll
0: go to my uh, instagram page and just oh, find yes. my link in the bio now <laughs> and, and
1: what is your instagram since you brought it up miss fay tozer uh, i am eight
0: uh, i am at fay tozer smith all one word Perfect. and tozer is spelled t-o-z-e-r for those uh, who are questioning
1: <laughs> there, there you are good plug good plug now i know uh well i mean it's so hard not to talk to you and not go back and forth with so many different stories because we have We shared a good eight weeks Uh, together. But in the end, uh, you know, Steps is something that I think for our American listeners, we want to let them know. And I, coming from America, was unaware of the global sensation of Steps until I heard tragedy. And then in my brain, I went... I remember this. I was in the bar in a wig at, in 1990. <laughs> what year would that be? Late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Na- yeah. 98, I, I, yeah. We would have video night and the video would come on of you and the wedding and all that. Uh, but what's so fascinating is that okay. I did not in my brain put it all together. So I knew the song and that it blew my mind to realize the longevity, the amazing career, uh, the amazing run that Steps has had. And you're still continuing music with this group of people that it's, it's it's wild.
0: I mean, it's not been without its ups and downs. It's well. has, uh, has been well documented, you know, darling. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's 23 years we've been going. Wow. Um, we were put together literally for like this line dancing sing- uh, single that they were putting out. Uh, line dancing was huge. It was the new wave uh, hmm. fitness thing. I recall. And they were, like, <laughs> did you do
1: it? How no, are you doing it? You just found no, no, no. the gear, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> you just found the book. I dressed um, for the occasion.
0: Ah, uh-huh, that's the one. <laughs> um, so um, they just thought, right? We're going to put five kids together. We're going to front this single. We're going to make it, you know, a trendy thing, whatever. And we all just thought it was going to be that one song. So we signed a one single deal. And um, uh, Pete Waterman, people will know Pete Waterman. Um, he uh, was the executive producer of the whole project. And then uh, we did really well on the charts. We did 17 weeks on the charts, which was kind of unheard of, of that sort of novelty sort of sounding song. Yeah. And he was like, I can make money out of these kids, you know, yeah. Let's let's do something with them. So suddenly, you know, we were just, touring Europe, we were going to Asia, the, the uh, groups sort of started morphing into a different sort of sound, uh-huh. um, yeah, and then just time just flew, and before you know it, you know, we were three albums in, five years down the wow. line, and like wanting to
1: kill each other <laughs> but oh but i mean but what, what an accomplishment <laughs> you know but that's how it is i mean anytime it's yeah. a group full of people i mean eyewitness groups of people are singer and songwriters and and performers and i just think how the, how do you do it but then i guess it kind of becomes family like you said you have your ups and your downs yeah. and your moments here and there but I, after i guess 20 years you have that point where you go wow we are kind of this dysfunctional family but it works and how lucky we are
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was talking today um, and just saying, you don't realize what goes on and what you've actually achieved until you get a chance to sit down and breathe and look back and go, wow, is that really us? Did we really achieve that? Did we do that? Is that me? You know, have you found that? Uh Have Uh you found
1: that during, during COVID and this whole pandemic? I've been home and I'm just thinking, wow wow, that happened, this happened, I've been here, I've been there, I met this person, I know that person. It's been a great time to reflect, you know, and, and also just sit back in amazement and think, wow, time has flown. I've been able to do this, 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 and reach out and experience all this magic that I go, I'm a lucky son of a bitch, you know?
0: Exactly. And it makes you so, so grateful. It's like, um, Uh, we were talking about the fact that we went on tour with Brittany on her first ever tour. Um, We were her her support act, her little British yellow band, you know. Brilliant. And how crazy her journey has been. Yeah. And, you know, sort of... um, knowing and seeing her right at the beginning when she was so green and so raw. And Mm -hmm. uh, we did uh, this amazing showcase for our record label. It was Zomba, uh, Mm -hmm. the American sort of house label. Um, And we watched little Britney walk out of her hotel room with her bangs and her little uh, court heels with her mum and perform... Uh, baby one more time on this tiny little dance floor in front of all these record company execs with us you know steps like leaning over a hotel balcony (laughs) in Singapore just going oh my god who's that you know Uh, it's crazy and
1: look at it now that's that's just completely wild ride now aside from you know reflecting on your amazing career which we'll get to in a minute but one of the things I'm curious about like how have you been keeping yourself busy because I know that you travel you always have something going on sometimes 10 different things going on aside from being a mother and a wife uh you've got a lot of other stuff happening in show business so what have you been doing to keep your brain happy uh how do you fill the time because i'm struggling with it myself i gotta say aside from drinking aside from drinking uh what what gets you through it
0: well i think um the first lockdown when they sent the kids home we were like oh now we don't have time for ourselves (laughs) now we have to stop doing lunches with our friends and going to our nice like gym classes and all these wonderful things and go, oh, okay, we actually have to look after our children now. So um, that was an interesting (laughs) twist in the story. But luckily... Um, luckily, we had some re- really good weather over here in the UK. I'm, I'm based up in the northeast, as you know. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's not known to be sort of the uh, the hottest place in the country. <laughs> yeah. um, but we had heat. So we went wow. outside. We had the blankets out. We were playing in the garden. Mummy mm-hmm. had a few wine coolers going <laughs> <log> on <laughs> as we were like chopping down the trees and just having a nice time. You know, I was yeah. like, to me, you know, have a go with that saw. We're going to have fun. <laughs> we're going to put some music on. It's going to be great. Cut so, to. (laughs) Cut to three months
1: later. Three months later, you're going, what is going on? I'm
0: still here. (laughs) Um, So um, I'm very much a fair weather person. I think if the sun is out, my mood is high and I have a great time. But I do struggle uh, when it's dark. Yeah. And it, there's been so many dark, long days. And I think, you know, that's when I turn all the lights on in the house, like uh-huh. Blackpool Illuminations. Illumination. <laughs> I uh, turn my, you know, my music right up blaring and I have to just, you know, find, find the, something to do. Find,
1: find the magic, right? Find the magic. Yeah,
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: I even saw that on your Instagram that you were painting your kitchen. You were doing some remodeling. Oh, some my God. Tata. Yeah, what <laughs> have you done?
0: Yeah. I mean, literally, uh, so so I've kind of taken over mum and dad's room in the house. So uh-huh. when mum and dad come and stay, this, yeah. is, this is kind of their desk. And this, because um, my husband is still working and he has okay. been, so... Um, when we turned the playroom into his permanent office. So he's got that side of the house. So he kind of walks through Mm -hmm. and we go, okay, hi, hi, daddy. And then we let him go (laughs) off and do his thing. And then we can trash the other side of the house and be as noisy as we want, you know. Um, It's the little things. yeah, but my God, do we need the space, you know? Yeah. Um, just being under each other's feet at this time. I think, because we've never spent so much time together.
1: I, you know, I was just I talking mean, about this recently because, you know, I, I live alone. It's me and my two dogs. And I just, I think about two things always come to mind for me. I, it's always my friends in New York that are living in tiny okay. apartments, you know, yeah. with, with a thousand tenants in one building. And then I think about people that are married or a couple. I and know. I think, <gasps> How do you do it? How do you do it? See, because I don't like I don't like people, but how are you doing it? I mean, are you secretly poisoning him, or are you slowly looking at insurance money? Come on, what? what I mean, I, I, I've, I've
0: thought about both of those. Things, but, um, no, I think you know my husband doesn't like people, which is really good. For good, us, so good, good. He good. likes to take himself off. Yeah. Um, and I've got to say, it, it is a lot to do with not being in the same room, because I think Good. we would actually kill each other. Yeah. You know? but say, although saying that, you know, um, we've actually, I think at the beginning, we started really bonding again and talking again because there was <laughs> no one else to talk to. <laughs> um,
1: Selective audience. This- yeah,
0: so um, we'd be staying up late and, and having drinks together where usually I probably would have gone out with the girls and yeah. he would have, you know, done his thing with the lads or gone and played golf or what have you. Yeah. And we were kind of forced together. And I kind of went, mm, yeah, I still kind of like you. Yeah, you're still kind of... I kind of remember why we're here. <laughs> uh,
1: I made yeah. a good choice. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, it's, it's not so bad, you know. <sighs> and it's like in small doses, you're like that, yeah, he's my man, that's absolutely fine. But when you actually dig deeper and you go, oh no, Aww. this is... Yeah, you are cool, Yeah. I no. mean, he used to feel like that every day. No, 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 no. I understand.
1: And I I must say, though, uh, is that I normally wouldn't say this to the viewers, but the viewers know that I am not the type of person to ever just go, ooh, I think that person's attractive. I'm just not that type of person. I guess because, you know, I'm a clown and I keep that stuff to myself. I don't necessarily discuss it. But I met Faye's husband. He's absolutely gorgeous and lovely and kind. (laughs) And he showed up on our dressing room floor when we were doing Jamie on opening night. And I'd heard so much about him and Benjamin. Uh, So it was interesting Uh to see him come in. And he brought Faye a brand new pair what type were they because i know you wore jimmy choos in the show but these uh were
0: these were little gold pradas prada
1: shoes so here comes this gorgeous man with a shoe box up to my (laughs) dressing room floor where faye was located across from me and he walks Uh up with this box and i'm thinking oh fuck she gets everything (laughs) i mean i don't get shit
0: We almost had this like little um, present off, didn't we? You were opening oh, yes. cards from Judy Dent. <laughs> yes, I, was, I like, did. Opening Prada <laughs> shoes, and I was like that. Uh huh. Okay, I see you.
1: I, I see. see you. Yes. I did get flowers. I did get flowers uh, from from, uh, Judy Dench and her daughter Finty. Finty, who is a huge Drag Race fan. And apparently Judy Dench and Finty watched Drag Race. And so they were lovely. And so she sent me flowers and I eventually got to meet Finty, which is she's a sweet, sweet, lovely, talented lady as well. Um, So yeah, uh, well, that's now we're getting on to Jamie once again, but uh, we'll get to all of that in a hot minute. So you're recouping, you're dealing with it, you're home with your husband, you're happy with the choices you made, but you, like me, are ready to get back on the road and go back to work.
0: You know? Yeah, I mean, I've got to say, um, being in the same place at the same time for such a long time is really, it's not me at all. I think I was born to be a gypsy. I really yeah. was. I love being on the road. I love living out of a suitcase. I love being so busy yeah. that the time flies and my heart is bursting with so many different um, experiences and people. You know, that's how I really thrive. Yeah. And I've got to say, I did feel a little bit caged And I do get a bit claustrophobic being in a space where I'm not with my peers and I'm not with like minded people. And I mean, you know that I'm a little bit skippy at heart and, I, you know, it's just kind of who I am yes. and you know I miss being around people like that because um you know I have to play a role for Benjamin even though I mean yeah. we can mix it up yeah but, you know I have to be a role model for him in a certain way and teaching damn oh, uh, oh. Uh, wait
1: are you the at home are you the at home teaching mom I mean is it yeah mm. Ooh. so Ooh. Mm. Ooh. how was that so so <laughs> I mean thank
0: Heavens, he's a really, really bright kid. Thank I you. I mean, because he—he he literally. I mean, I—I I went full, you know, full costume <laughs> on Thursday. Right then, everybody, what are we going <laughs> to do? Sitting down, and he's like, "Mum." no it's me you don't know anything like please can you just go skip around next door or something while I get on with my lessons because like you're distracting me and I'm like that oh am I not helping well (laughs) you had experience
1: playing a teacher you've had experience playing a teacher so I get it but I mean, I'm sure it's just an overwhelming uh, uh, thing. It's like I said, there's so many things that I could be doing at home that, are, you know, would bide my time. But I don't find it to be beneficial to me. I'm like, eh, I don't uh-huh. want to do that, and eh, I want to do this. But you know, as you were saying before, you enjoy traveling and being a gypsy. And I mean, Steps is a yeah. huge part of your life. You know, formed in the '90s yeah. and over 25 million recordings and 15 million albums. Let me come on, you guys have done it. Yeah. But you also have an amazing history with musical theater, which is like. Yeah. It and that's you know once again how I met you. But tell me a little bit about that. I mean, was it always just performing and, and singing and dancing, or did you start as a singer? Did you start as an actress? What was the beginning I, of Fantasia? Yeah.
0: So, so I guess, um, like mum and dad, uh, were members of an amateur dramatic society. Are you in kidding the town. me? And mum did costumes, dad did set design. And then me and my sister used to be on the stage, you know, and their little um, productions doing their pantomimes. And uh, we were the little spirit fairies in the (laughs) Shakespeare productions and, you know, all this fun stuff. And then it kind of gradually grew and grew. And, um, I kind of, you know, I trained as a dancer after school, you know, did all my exams in a local dance school and um, loved it and knew that I wanted to go into dance, I think was the first thing. Um, And my dance school had connections with um, Belinda King, uh, which was like a dance agency type thing. So I ended Mm up um, like being a bit of a showgirl to start off with for a couple of years. So I traveled around the world. With my feathers oh. on, in my heels, loving my life and getting life experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was taught how to drink. Oh. I was taught how to wait. Taught you know, to myself. Yeah, but yeah. I yeah. was a good. I was a good girl up until then. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, and I learned about how to earn money, how to save money, how to work, and how to, you know, what to do. And I felt like it, it was a really, really amazing sort of introduction to the entertainment world. Yeah. Um. And then I ended up coming home and um, getting a singing job. I mm-hmm. did, uh, you know, uh, pubs and clubs and social clubs and what have you. And then ended up in the um, Hilton on Park Lane as a lounge singer upstairs <laughs> and, on some floor. Fancy. Um, and it was so funny, but we had to sing so quietly because the <laughs> diners had to had to be able to have a conversation over oh, you. Oh I mean, God! What the what?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And how, how do you how do you even master that? It's like you know. You know so, y- they're singing Tina Turner like in the quietest
0: <laughs> whisper. I mean, That's love, got do. you know, it's just like well, there you
1: with, go. with floors, with forks clinking and knives uh-huh. moving. Oh, what magic! Uh-huh. Well, we're gonna we're gonna take a very quick break and hear from our sponsors, and we'll be back with more with Miss Faye Toja. we are back now with the fabulous Miss Faye Tozier, and she was explaining to us what it was like to sing in a hotel lobby whispering Tina Turner to a crowd of people that didn't give a shit I mean isn't that isn't that what we've all experienced in our lives I mean I've had a share of shitty gigs as well but I I was I think I recently said that I wouldn't be who I am if I didn't have those shitty gigs you know when you have the shitty ones you appreciate the good ones am I wrong
0: absolutely it's yeah. the, it's the, it's how you grow it's how you <laughs> well, it's it's like it's the rungs of the ladder isn't yes. it? it's like you know I, I used to um, do like a, a covers uh, duet thing when we were at, around the uh, pubs and clubs and we used to carry out the bass bin speakers yes. and then like you know do all the electric works line them all up and then like go into the toilet and then change into some micro yes. number and yes. then come out of these <laughs> shitty like, um, like horrible like silver neck
1: curtain uh, silver like tassel curtains and kind of go hi with this like shitty poster on the side and we were called lush wait lush see but isn't that fascinating though is that we've all kind of been there and i just have a great appreciation for anybody who's been through it and tries to make it work you just have to make it work you know you just roll with it isn't
0: that also a testament to, you know, how we uh, have to live our lives as well? Even if you've been, uh, you know, in the public eye and done really yeah. well. We yeah. were having this discussion the other day just saying that... Um, when work does dry up or sometimes Uh if there are those spaces, what do you do? You know, I was talking to some um, drama students and they were just saying, Oh, well, you know, what jobs are we going to go into? And I was like, you have to make your job. If there's not a job there, you make Make a job, you make your act and you sell it to somebody, you know, or you make sure you get auditioned or you go meet up with those people and you find those places and you find a role for yourself because no one's going to hand over that job on a plate for you. Not at all. uh, You know, and you know, you're always going to be too tall, uh, yep. too short, too fat, yep. too thin, too blonde, too dark, you know. and Too
1: old. They love to pull that one. Dying. Oh, <laughs> well, you would. Wait. Just pinch it tight. no, I agree with you. I agree with you. But, but you you're know right. what? When- what what makes me laugh is that, you know, uh, always going back to Jamie the musical, which we're going to get to. But what was uh, funny is that when I got the call to do the show and and knowing Michelle Visage, who had played Miss Hedge, who I yeah. saw, I thought they were asking me to play Miss Hedge. And they were like, <laughs> I know, because in my brain, I thought, well, I guess that's like the one role they're sticking people in. Right. And huh? in the end, they're like, no, we want you to play the elderly drag queen. And that's <laughs> when I went, no. So what? Yeah, that was the that was me embracing my age. So yeah, I mean, I think that's just show business, you know. Is that everything kind of rides its wave, but you have to find you have to find your outlet to get out there and do something, you know?
0: Yeah, and I, I think um, I I did have a few sort of moments, especially when I was turning into my thirties. Mm-hmm. Um, but sorry, I'm only thirty two now.
1: Yeah, so. of course, of course, of uh, course. No,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, no but was, when I got uh, got into my thirties, you know, I I was too. I didn't. I wasn't going to be the princess anymore. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, what well, did you
1: did you feel you, that for yourself or did someone tell you that
0: no i felt it for myself Good. um and also a lot of the roles that i was being put into um i looked um, this is me blowing my own trumpet i looked too young on the stage <laughs> oh, darling brilliant um, brilliant but <laughs> off the stage you know it's, it's like i'm i'm I do <laughs> old enough, but um
1: <laughs> oh police
0: but, but um no but I was I was getting offered uh, the roles of mothers, um, mm-hmm. but then they wouldn't have me because I didn't look old enough on stage, and right. it was just like there's this like horrible little gap. Disconnect. And now, yeah. Uh-huh. There's there's like a really interesting sort of um, thing that happened with me, and I ended up getting some really interesting character roles. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of enjoying the spicy things that are coming to me now. Uh, and they're so much more fun than you doing can the sp- princess.
1: You play you spicy. You know, you're no, look, you are not. A, you're the evil queen. You are not oh. a princess. <laughs> no, Don't <it's>, tell them. <laughs> no, no. It's brilliant, though. No, I think that's great. But isn't it nice that when you're in that moment and you realize it, and you just embrace? Hey, this is where I'm going next, and you end up having yeah. to
0: like it yeah I have but it's but it's a really strange feeling when you're in that limbo and going oh my god so what happens now Where, where's my gap where's what do I how do I feel this void and I think that's when I suddenly went okay I'm gonna sing on cruise ships that's yeah. what I'm gonna do that's all what right. I'm gonna do so go right. so find you go find a writer and get your <laughs> all your lyrics down and you do auditions and then another job pops in and without just, a doubt yeah and it's like they always happen when you're not looking for them so that's I, I what told I found that- anyway
1: no, I totally agree with that, is that, you know, I'm always amazed by people that have dreams and plans and say, hey, I want to do this. And they reach that goal. I go, good for you. I'm one of those people that have said yes to everything. I mean, I am not picky, which is why some of the choices I've made, wi- <laughs> wig choices, dress choices, you know, I just say, mm, that's what it's I was so feeling. Learning. And uh-huh. I know you, I, you've had some hairdos as well. But it's that thing know. where you just plow through it and you just kind of accept it, and embrace it for what it is. And you just go, hey, this is me. This is what I'm about. And I'm willing to work and have fun. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: You know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Now, of all of your theater, I mean, you've got. I mean, you've done everything under the sun. You've done every goddamn tour. Every I've goddamn. I've done some real show.
0: random stuff as well. No, That's but been really is really it really fun though.
1: What was the What was the most random thing that you did that kind of kind of turned your world in theater that you went, Hey, I didn't expect to like this, but this kind of took me to a new place.
0: Um, so I'm going to tell you about two things. There was Please one show do. called um, Saucy Jack in the Space Vixens.
1: Okay. okay, wait. I saw the videos of this, which is unbelievable. The costumes, the wigs. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, when I was coming into it, I kind of read the script and I was like, is it Rocky Horror? Uh-huh. Is it Cabaret? Uh-huh. Where it's, are we going with this? It's in that and, vein.
1: It's in that vein, uh-huh. right? And but there are clips like, on YouTube, right? YouTube has oh, a couple of clips. there are. Okay, I know. Good. There okay. are. There
0: are. Um, so it's kind of like, um, it was like an underground-y kind of culty y um, Edinburgh Fringe Festival piece that came and, and filtered all the way down into the West End. Uh-huh. And um, the cast that I was working with when I did the show... Um, just blew me away and i was so inspired um by the voices and the acting and actually the camaraderie of the group and how welcoming everyone was because it was mm-hmm. like oh my god faith from steps is going to come in the show you know <laughs> <laughs> here comes really pop star wait
1: <laughs> <laughs> and... you know what's funny i thought the same thing before i met you well, i'll tell you later <laughs> i'll tell you later go ahead <laughs> Oh, I know. Um, so, so, so I was
0: like oh god this is gonna be really hard and actually if you don't know me um on first meeting I'm not sort of a major extrovert you know mm-hmm. I kind of I suss the situation mm-hmm. and then I kind of open my mouth if I feel I'm Comfortable. ready yeah 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 uh-huh. Um, So so that was a really, really amazing experience and actually the music was crazy, we did it at the venue theatre at the time, uh, which was like a cabaret surrounding, so I was way out of my comfort zone wearing these crazy costumes, using a hairdryer as a gun and shooting in people's faces (laughs) who were literally next to me going, oh my god what the fuck am I doing here and it was like one of the best experiences and it really made me grow as a person and realize you know that you you ain't something you know you uh, you're the same as everybody else and this is a great job and it's a really great experience and you know I had a lot to learn and I still do I'm I'm never going to stop learning you know that's that's one of the amazing things about this industry you know you don't know what you're going to be doing next.
1: No, so, um, but, but also in fairness is that, you know, with, with the, the fame and notoriety of Steps and also, you know, getting to perform at the Royal Variety performance, I mean, like, you, you've, you've hit those marks. And I often ask people, when you're in that moment, let's say you're performing for the Royal Family or you're singing to a hairdryer, in the end, between the two of them, they're both impactful and they both matter to you, but yet you can't necessarily say, I've made it. Do you know what I mean? I always say the minute you assume that you've settled or you've got it or when someone interviews you and go, you've made it. You go, "Mm -mm, not the case because you're always (laughs) trying to go out and do something else, you know, and, and experience it.
0: Yeah, it was quite interesting though because um, the other thing I was going to mention was um, when I auditioned for uh, Singing in the Rain. Oh, so, okay. Um, what?
1: Lena Lamont, my favorite role ever Lena. in the world. You showed me pictures. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: so, so I kind of assumed that I was going in for the role of
1: Kathy. <laughs> I <kind> of went, <laughs> oh, oh,
0: lovely! This sounds wonderful. I'd love to be in Singing in the Rain. That would be wonderful, marvelous. <laughs> and then they said, "Oh, it's for Lena," and I was like, "Oh, is it?" <laughs> okay
1: uh, now had you done I, comedy have you done comedy up to that point where you felt comfortable enough to go yeah. yeah it seems fitting
0: well i i have done comedy um but i kind of didn't think that people saw me in that gotcha. way because i mm-hmm. i always get like pigeonholed into the pretty barbie one mm-hmm. and that's kind of you yeah, know me too. i've got a behind <laughs> i know, <laughs> sweetie, I know. <laughs> Sisters, we could be. Um, Uh, Totally. I think it's. uh, I think you know, having a classic face. You know, people kind of go, okay, we can put her there. She looks like that. Yeah. Um, So. So um, I was kind of geeing myself up to do a good job because it Mm -hmm. was, you know, great casting agents. And I thought, you know, even if I don't get it, I want to look great. I want to sound great. I want to, you know, put 100% into it. So I had my fur coat on as I waltzed into the uh, (laughs) audition. And um, suddenly, I don't know where she came from, but my Lena really popped out. And I think Uh it was because I was under pressure. Yeah. And I, I, I was... I had a phone call the that same afternoon and said, "Do you want it?" Yeah. And I was like, oh, I, "I think I do. Yes. I think I do." Yes. And she opened up so much of me uh, yeah. as an actress, and I just went whole hog. I gave her my all, and she ended up being like my, one of my favorite roles ever. And I used to love to come on stage and just squeal <laughs> and just make all these horrendous <laughs> noises that you're not usually allowed to make. You know, well, it's pushed aside by the guys, it was just heaven. Was really- well, I
1: I make those sounds when I sing. Yes, I know exactly <laughs> what those awful sounds are. No, I, I, and I think I I mean I could totally see you as Alina Lamont, but then I know you as as you backstage as well. So you know it is great when we're kind of out of our comfort zones, so which you know yeah. brings us to to the one of the things that I wanted to chat with you about. And and most people that don't know, Faye and I met during the West End run of the Brilliant Every. Everybody's talking about Jamie. And we were kind of cast at the same time. So the setup was, basically, here was a show that was... Uh, trucking along and apparently they were concerned about having an audience so they stuck Michelle Visage into the show and cast her as Miss Hedge which was great and it boosts ticket sales and I guess that's when they thought hey we should have some other people from different areas come in and kind of keep the show alive because it was a brilliant show but it had a select audience at the time so Michelle really helped the situation and then I get a call saying hey would you want to come in and play the elderly drag queen and <laughs> at, the, at the same time oh you know you like my deep voice um, I do. I missed uh, it. <laughs> and, and then uh, Faye was coming in as Miss Hedge. Now, I am dealing with people I'd never dealt with in the West End, and it's all very professional. And I am talking to the director, and we're having a full conversation. And and in the, minute, in the beginning of it, I just thought, well, what key is this? Like, how many songs? Like, h- how much dialogue? I'm just thinking, ah, this is a lot to worry about. An accent? Ah! Um, oh, the accent. And they basically said, we will not... Take no for an answer. So I agreed. And then I saw a press release where there was this gorgeous picture of Faye Tozier. And I, at the time, did not specifically know who Faye Tozier was, as she did not know who the hell I was. So I then (laughs) Google it. And I'm like, oh, she's done this. She's done that. She's a pop group. Oh, my God. So she's going to be impossible. She's going to have, you know, an entourage. She's going to have dogs. (laughs) She's going to have a private dressing room. And we go into rehearsal. We were doing separate rehearsals at the time because the show was Uh running. And so you were during hours that I wasn't there because the assistant director was moving us around. And then one day we met. And as she says, she was very coy and and kind and nice. And then literally two days in, we're like, what the fuck? Oh my God, this is crazy. So we immediately hit it off and here it was, you know, not knowing each other, but then we clicked and then it became my best friend, Frey Tozier. We were across the hall from each other and we had the best time. It was like probably one of my most favorite experiences because it kind of, I mean, I started in musical theater, but to kind of come back to do it on the West End, to do it on such a great show, to do it with such an amazing cast, the talent, Layton, and yeah. all the girls and the yeah. guy. I mean, wild. Um, so in that moment, what was it like for you to? Come into a West End show. Besides working with me, what was what was <laughs> what was it like for you right before that? And what took what what made you say yes? I want to do this project.
0: Well, it was funny because um, I'd heard about the musical. I hadn't heard the music. Yeah. Um, I got um, offered the audition, um, so I said, I need to see the show. I want to, you know, I want to find out everything about it. Uh-huh. And um, it was Hayley Timberdon, uh doing uh, Miss Hedge at the time. Mm-hmm. And she was pregnant, and so she was going to yes. leave. And um, they had uh, got me in to see the show. And I was like, wow, okay, this is not what I was expecting at all. Same thing. Um, And the nature of the piece and the writing of the piece, and it was so sort of lighthearted, but so deep and heartbreaking. And it was uh-huh. so, such an important story and conversation to open. And it just, it blew my mind watching it. But then I was like, hmm, am I Miss Hedge though? Am I, you know, is, is that, I, how, who am I as Miss Hedge? And because um, I really thought that I needed to bring something to the show um, that was genuine, um, but I wanted to make sure that I justified everything that I was saying. And because I'm obviously, you know, we're we're steps have such a huge audience and our Mm -hmm. LGBTQ um, allies Mm -hmm. and we have H in the band and we're very protective Um, for me to go in as Miss Hedge and sort of be nasty to Jamie and sort of give him those cutting (laughs) sort of comments. I was just like, are they going to forgive me for doing that? Or is that why they chose me? So I had yes. to forgive that all out in my head. Uh, yes, and it was just like, how am I going to do it? But I want to be genuine, but I don't want to be nasty, but I need to be. And it was like, yes. I had all these conversations going on in my head. And actually, um, it was an amazing role. And I absolutely loved it. But I was blown away by the whole cast. Oh, I um, mean,
1: come on. They, just,
0: they were the, the talent on the, the... stage was just... Ugh.
1: Yeah. Well, no, and, and surreal. And, and I had this moment. I'm up there and I'm going, how the fuck did I get from point A to point B to get to do this and share this moment with these yeah. people? They really made it worth it. Well, you know, you're doing eight shows a week um, and yeah. you're plowing through it and, you know, in the cold, in the heat, in the this. But it was such an amazing experience that I, well, thoroughly, uh, I had been on the road for quite some time. So I enjoyed being in one dressing room. I enjoyed yeah. having somebody do my laundry. I was happy that <laughs> someone combed my wig. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. It was just a magical experience to sit tight, but just everybody else made it so much more magical, you know, this this lovely array of people.
0: And don't you think that the whole um, feeling and the whole message uh, about Jamie was like continued backstage though? Um, Because so many times you find that it's like heartwarming story of this, that, and the other. We're sending this message and you get off stage and it's like that, okay, bye.
1: And there's no
0: (laughs) atmosphere backstage Mm -hmm. where everyone's got their roles or everyone goes home and you don't figure out, or you don't find those, you know, you, you're just somebody on stage. And this yeah. was just such a heartwarming, um, welcoming, um, inclusive place. And with all colors and creeds and, and yeah. you know, varieties of people everywhere. And, you know, and it was so lovely to be welcomed into the arms of these, you know, this whole rainbow. And, um, you know, for, um, another moment where I go, oh God, it's me being Faith from Steps coming into there. What are they going to think? Ah! And... Uh, <laughs> You know, and we got on stage, I kicked my leg, we had a photo and we were on the way and it was just like, Yeah, okay, we're good.
1: I had never felt so connected to a group of people. And I think because, I mean, a huge part of it was them being that welcoming. I mean, at this point, yeah. they'd had other people play the roles. We both came in at the yeah. same time uh, and they welcomed both of us. They made us feel great. And then, you know, the big show was always in our dressing rooms <laughs> in between shows <laughs> or us going out after. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, Faye and I had gone to, uh, what was it, two brewers, I believe it was, one night. We'd yeah. gone out with the group of us. And if you think it, there's an ultimate gay attack, if you have a drag. <laughs> At queen with Faye Tozier. it's the ultimate drag they don't know where to go they don't know who to take a picture with first um, but I just have such fond memories of it and it was just so lovely and so much fun and it's just this chunk of my life that I go oh what a great experience and, yeah. and I have to say on on behalf and I can't, I'm not going to say who but the girls because uh, I had gone back in the show uh, later after my tour yes. I had gone back and done three months yeah. and while I was there we had a moment with all the girls who I loved every one of those girls yeah. were fabulous and they they sat back and they always and still to this day have said that Faye Toja was their favorite Miss Hedge. They've said it. They've said it. They've said it. They've said it. And I mean, I, I witnessed it. You know, it was it was just an amazing thing. And also you had this amazing arc with her and you brought her places where she needed to go. It was it was lovely. But we're going to get to that in one second. So we're going to take right. a short break and we'll be we're going to hear from our sponsors and we'll be right back with Miss Faye Toja. We're back with the glorious Miss Faye Toja. And I was saying before um, that, you know we didn't really get to do anything on stage, which was so weird because we were both brought into the show at the same time, but the way the show was written, we're kind of separated aside from us running past each other backstage, maybe once or twice. Um, We we would have our finale moment together. But I remember (laughs) this one last scene that we have on stage, which is the big prom scene. For those of you who know Jamie, basically it's a story about a guy, uh, a young boy who lives with his mother and his mother takes care of him as a single mother and has a best friend named Ray and he wants to just be a drag queen so he meets an elderly drag queen known as me and And his high school, he's got a teacher. Well, we say high school in America, but his, his year 11 uh, teacher just, just doesn't see this fit for him. So in the final scene at the prom, she has a moment where she basically tells him, you know what? I get it. She breaks the ice. Uh, the ice queen melts, basically. And it was yeah. a beautiful scene that you would do with nuances that I had not seen anybody else do. So I was always watching it. I'm just going, oh. Oh, I hate her, but I love her. So Miss Hedge has a heart, you know. And it was, it was a lovely, lovely scene. And I, I still think about that all the time. And, and I thought you did an amazing job with it. I thought your wickedness came through. I thought, I mean, you sounded impeccable during work of art because I was behind stage crossing because that's when I'm in drag. I have like ten seconds to get in drag and then I'm crossing the stage. Uh, but it was, it was a glorious moment, I think, for you. I thought everybody loved it. All my friends were like, "Yeah, Faye was amazing." I go, uh, "I was in." the show too Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it was it was truly phenomenal and and how did you feel about it did you feel like this was like venturing into another area for you again in the theatrical world going now i get to play the, the the evil bitches
0: yeah absolutely and bring them on um mm-hmm. i it was lovely because a lot of my friends came to see it because it was set in sheffield wasn't it yes. we had uh i had to have uh, <laughs> we're gonna talk about the accent <laughs> let's do it let's
1: do it let's do it
0: <laughs> so, so i had lots of lessons and i quite enjoy doing accents so uh, yes we'd have our dialect coach come up and she was just like yeah just you know tweaking everything to make sure we were sounding exactly from the exact area yeah and so yeah so that was all good now how did that go with you uh not well
1: (laughs) well you know i enjoyed it so much right at
0: the beginning though oh my god it was
1: it's the hardest thing ever well i have to say uh it's hard though uh, it's a very specific accent accent. Mm -hmm. now and and you're from the uk so you can say that it's a strange accent which means it's really serious because as americans we always assume that everybody sounds like julie andrews you know it's like oh Uh dear or dick van dyke which is worse but here it was they cast me in this and i was concerned about the accent and also what key are we singing in? Um, so <laughs> when I went in, um, they said we have a dialect coach and we can work this out. And I was like, okay, I'll be willing to try anything. Let's try it. So I, the first few, I think the first six days, I think it was because I had two weeks of rehearsal. So the first six days, it was back and forth, and we had this brilliant vocal coach who could not have been nicer. Um, and Every word, I I don't know how to explain it, but as you would have a sentence and you say one word wrong, then the whole thing was not believable, you know? Yeah. So... I struggled with it. And the director then said to me, listen, Roy, if if you feel it's problematic or you feel you can't do it, we can just make you American. We can add one line in and then we move on. You know, if anybody in this collection could be American, it would be the drag queen, the elderly drag queen. Uh, So I was like, OK. And then after like six days, there's one scene that I have that's serious, which is at the bus stop moment uh, with Jamie, that I thought if I can't make this believable, then yeah. What's the point? Because uh, everything else had jokes or bells and whistles or I was in drag or any of that. So um, they made me American. So I lucked out, thankfully. So <laughs> we added two lines. They they added two lines that I was American, and we moved the fuck on. So thankfully, uh, that was forgiving to the audience. But you guys had it rough. I mean, yeah. every word nuance is it, it's just it, uh,
0: yeah. And uh, we used to get picked up on it. Sort of end of every week, we'd get notes and going, yes, oh no, but... he <laughs> wasn't really that northern side of the town she was like more like southern and i'd be like yeah but i'm sure that i went away to university somewhere to like sort of justify me slipping out of exit you know? or,
1: or have uh, you did you sit in your dressing room going i am fey from steps uh i can do anything i don't have to
0: do this no. <laughs> but I, I love the attention to detail that they went yes. into because they really wanted to make it exactly like the documentary mm-hmm. and jamie the real jamie um you know uh, uh you know always promotes this show um yes. we've got the film coming out i know for the movie coming out. I know, which um, is
1: completely wild. And and I, I think also it's the same situation like, you know, your tour is that it was something that was supposed to come out last year. And then of course they're pushing yeah. things back because of the world. But uh, what I've seen of it is is absolutely amazing and lush yeah. and gorgeousness. And I think right now is the time we need to see this on screen, you know? It, yeah. uh, it's, a, it's a brilliant and fascinating story. And I know that the show in the West End um was one of the first to get back on the West End for a short spell, and then you have the whole tear situation, and they had to go back, which is unfortunate. But Nika with uh, NyMax is definitely uh, like the 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 woman who makes shit happen. Uh, she is yeah. a no bullshit lady, and uh, she's gone out of her way to make this magic happen. So fingers crossed that it yeah. gets up and moving again soon. I mean, how wonderful! If
0: anyone can, Nika can. Nika, yeah.
1: can. Nika can, Nika, Nika, Nika can. can. Nika yes, Nika yeah. Can. Nika. No, she's a she's a she's a lovely she's a lovely lady. Oh, the, the story's like. could tell about her. Oh, dear God. (laughs) Yeah, well, but you know how it is. So, Faye and I had um, dressing rooms across from one another and you know how it, I don't know if you know this, but uh, as Faye said, she lived north of London, so she would Mm -hmm. come in for a couple of days to do the show and obviously go back to her family on certain days. But we had to fill time while we're there, you know. I I was in another country and so I would go shopping, you know, go to my Primark, go to my H&M, go to Zara, you know, and buy another black shirt, as I do, but one day I had gone and bought these <laughs> festive leopard pants. Are you laughing, you know what I'm mean? um, getting. So I bought these cute <laughs> leopard pants uh, that were from the female section. They were lovely with a little side zipper, but I thought, ooh, that's a good leopard print. I said, I need these pants. So I got the pants and I brought them, and then the big deal was after the show, we changed into a new outfit, and then we go have a cocktail somewhere. And so what? <laughs> you know where this is going (laughs) so one night on our floor there's my dressing room the drag queen's dressing rooms the girls and faye so there's four dressing rooms on one floor and uh, they're like are you ready to go out i'm like yeah hold on you know i'd already greeted my guests as you did and we changed into our wardrobe we walked onto the floor and faye and i have on the same pants (laughs) the same pants do you remember this? I literally, I was literally, because they said,
0: okay, we're going to go to Sophie's tonight. We're going to okay. go and have some cocktails and celebrate and say hi and catch up. So like, oh my God, okay. So I Leopard. did a mad dash in between shows and I went down to the shop and I saw these and I thought, mm-hmm, I feel, I'm feeling easy. These going to go with my shoes. So I come back and we literally opened the door and I was like, oh, <laughs>
1: Wait, wait, my all time favorite was that you looked at me and you said, honey, I love you, but I'm changing my pants.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, God, I'm so happy I had my suitcase with me because I'd come back, obviously.
1: And I was like, I'm just going to change. Uh, You're like, "Uh, Faye Toja from Steps is not wearing a Bianca Del Rio second. No, not going to happen. We're no. not doing
0: sister sister here, baby. No, I, no. Uh, I, in fact, I, I I still have those trousers. I do too. I, them, I just think of you. I'm just like that. Uh-huh. That, okay. that
1: random random moment also the, the great thing about us being on the um the great thing about us being on the same floor is that we had that connection of people that knew us so it was either somebody that I knew that loved steps or somebody that knew her that loved drag race so it was this weird connection like we were the the, the gay mafia basically <laughs> we,
0: yeah. but we, I tell you what though I've never seen so many amazing queens like in one building I mean yeah. they were coming in in and out in trains, it was just like, who's coming tonight? I who's guess. And it's and like I'll, my guests would be looking out
1: the door, going, "Lusiaanka oh, got in
0: tonight." It's be? so funny. And it was really
1: uh, exciting. No, and it was it was this amazing moment. And I remember being uh, after the show, we would we would go out the stage door, and you know, obviously, we're on our way to ha- you know, either have a cocktail or head home. And we would all collectively, we'd all get downstairs, we'd wait for each other, me, Leighton, and and Faye. And as we're going out, we would decide who would go first, who needed to get out the fastest, because you basically have to go through the line of people <laughs> yeah. uh, as we would Sign, go, which is yeah. well, which is like insane the fact that anybody's waiting to see my tired ass I'm like all right um (laughs) although there was one man who would show up every night to see Faye Uh we'll talk about that later um but Uh as we um as we went through it we'd go through the line we'd sign and you know me in my usual fashion is that the people are like can I get a picture can I tell you I'm like oh shut the fuck up let's take this photo and keep moving you're cutting into my drinking time because you know me I got to get my Uh cocktail and my favorite thing that Faye would say goes what she said. Because <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. was like, yeah. Let Bianca <laughs> be the I nasty one. <laughs>
0: So Uh, true though. Like shove you out the door
1: first, so you can say it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let Bianca be nasty and scare all of them. Uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, No, uh, but such wonderful memories and what a great experience. And you know, I, I, anybody who knows me, and whenever I say anything about you, I always have to say the full sentence: "My best friend Fatouja." Because it was this moment where Uh I didn't know what to expect. We hit it off. We had such a good time. I, I, I adored you and had so much fun with it that it was just like this little magical experience that's in my little time capsule. That I go, oh. Oh, that was that yeah you know? uh, I, I yeah it you know was, how it is
0: yeah it, it was so exciting though and it's like I, I had no idea you know how um our relationship was going to be because you know we weren't on stage together but we had no. so much fun <laughs> yes. and it was so wonderful to have somebody have you know the same amount of time in the show we were really had that loop of you know where are we going to be? This is going to last yeah. for so much time. And then we're all going to go our separate ways and go off touring or do something else outside. Yeah. So we know it was, we knew it was going to be that little bubble, yeah. but it was so great to finish the show, take the makeup off, link arms and then go and do. Where something. are we going? It was yes. just, you know, where are we going? What are we doing? <laughs> and My all- you introduced me to so many fun, crazy places and crazy Oof. people. Oof. Um. That's yeah, a whole nother so show. That's a yeah. whole nother yeah. show.
1: Well, no, the great thing was always on a, a matinee day. Cause Faye has the first, you know Faye has the pressure of going out there on a Wednesday matinee before all of us you know year 11 year 11 year wait can you do the year accent 11. now <laughs> there you go oh
0: god that's put me out <laughs> Wait, let me hear it let me hear
1: it let year me hear 11. it There it is. I used
0: to have to really shout it. Year 11! Year 11! Okay, see? That's enough. It doesn't
1: work for me. I can't do it. Uh, Year 11! But in that moment, uh, (laughs) Faye would go out, and then Faye would come back, and I have a good 30 minutes before my first scene. Um, So, Uh uh, literally, I'm in my dressing room, dressed with my pantyhose underneath my jeans, because I'm underdressed for the drag scene. Kinky, uh, but hot.
0: yeah. <laughs> mm.
1: And Faye Ooh. would come Oh, in the summer we were in the summer too. Oh God, oh it was my so God, hot. It
0: was so hot. Uh,
1: yeah. Um, so Faye would come up, and I would go, "How are they?" She goes, "We need you to wake them up." <laughs> so yeah. we would have <laughs> yeah, those moments. And help out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, such but fun also, you,
0: you used to do um uh, DJing as well, didn't you? Oh, yeah. It was like that. <laughs> You'd open the door and say, Right, what are we having? And we'd have like the first floor disco, wouldn't we? Yeah. would like whack up the music. And then sometimes people would come out, do a little show, you know, do yeah. some booty shaking in the middle. And then we'd video it and then we'd do a competition. And this and then suddenly we'd hear our name on the speaker saying someone like, has to come down. You'd be like that Oh and shit.
1: <laughs> oh memories. Oh, good times. Oh. It's kind good of times. like it's kind of like prison, but fun. Yeah. Uh, we, we, it's true. It's true. Now, yeah. uh, you know, I, uh, aside from you coming and doing this today, I truly appreciate it. And, and just knowing all of the things that you've done, I mean, we've tapped on your theater, we've tapped on uh, the amazing steps journey. But you also, I mean, are an amazing dancer and were a finalist on Strictly Come Dancing in the UK, and are, I mean, like yeah. everyone's favorite. What was that? <laughs> what was that schedule? That life? I mean, was it going back to your roots and going? Okay, this is new for me, uh, or is this like yeah. Ooh, I'm back where I was? It's comfort.
0: So um, I always promised myself that I'd never do any reality show unless Mm -hmm. it was Strictly. That was the one I was holding out for. Um, And we started knocking on the door, the casting Mm -hmm. door, um, like 10 years previous wow. to when we actually got on there. So I say the royal we, um, yeah. my agent and I, who are best friends, we're like that, come on, let's see if we can get our names in the hat this year. Yeah. And it just time passed. And I was yeah. just like, do you know what? You know, they're obviously not into the band or they, you know, I'm not visible to them. I really want to do it, but I'll, I'm happy, it's fine. You know, I'll just be, I'll be a voyeur and dream of feathers and sequins. It's gonna be fine, I'm too old anyway. And then suddenly I got this phone call going, um. Do you fancy do you still fancy doing strictly? And I'm like, what? <coughs> pardon? Why, what? Yeah. Um and I'm like sweating and going, um yes please, that'd be lovely. Thank you very yeah. much. Um yeah. so they put my name in the hat. I had to go and do the audition and I did that with Aliash, who's absolutely tall and gorgeous, and you think, Oh my god, that's you know, just just to dance with someone, how gorgeous.
1: Well, you um, say that, you say that, but I'm no dancer, but yes, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Should we leave that one
1: there? Um,
0: <laughs> <Yes>. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mm-hmm. I love
0: mm-hmm. you
1: I love yeah. you though <laughs> um. <laughs> Wait so, I do musical theatre But I don't sing And I don't dance uh, Isn't that no. funny Yeah <laughs> uh. You can if say you this, me. I'm consistent, I'm consistent uh, You yeah. uh-huh. are, you
0: are So I did, I, I did this uh, audition And they made, they made me wait three months uh, no. Until we found out whether we had it or not So I kind of just assumed it had gone away Like you do, sure. you know, your agent phones up um, Any news? Nothing, nothing, nothing And then I was on holiday in Portugal And I get a phone call from my agent Who's on a yacht in the middle of the ocean And doesn't have very good signal I'm like, uh-huh. what the actual, come on guys Come on, I mean, it's so ridiculous Going, honey, darling, 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 you got it. And I'm like, I've got what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. No, you got it. And I'm, what? She's like, I've got Strictly. Oh. And because it was something that I'd wanted forever and just had yeah. just of put to bed, I literally, my knees went weak and I started sobbing. Like, I mean, Aww. I must have looked so ridiculous in the street, like somebody had died, <laughs> you know. It was just like that, oh, my God. Uh, it's and I was happening. shaking. Yeah. I know. And I, I sat down on a wall with my husband and he was just like, what's wrong with you? I just <laughs> like, "I got it. I got it. I got yeah. it. Um, and it was, it was just amazing. And then I got the fear. What have I done? What wait, wait, wait. You I got so the easy? fear.
1: Ab- wait, it's all yeah. you ever wanted. And then you got the fear of, Oh shit. Now I have to do it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Because then, it, you know, reality, when you push something away. And yeah. um, I think because um I, didn't realise, you know, the hugeness of the whole affair, and you know, putting myself in front of uh, a real audience. And it's not only a dance competition; it's a popularity contest because yes. they vote you off if they don't like you. Right? Um, it, you know, it doesn't really matter if you're a good dancer or not. It's the votes of the public who are going to kick you in. Yeah. So yeah. all of that suddenly washed over me, and I went, "Oh my god, am I th- uh, thick-skinned enough to be able to handle this and all this mm-hmm. pressure?" Um, And it was one of the best things I've ever done in my life, but it's one of the hardest
1: things I've ever
0: done in my life. And same as like Drag Race, you know, you see everyone, you have to go there, you are under you know the microscope with the cameras everything Uh that's edited you're not in control of Uh you try and do your best in that moment with the Uh time that they're giving you and you have no idea how it's going to be delivered or how people are going to perceive you um and like you say uh, you don't know if you're going to have the skills for the right challenges that they're going to throw you um and yes um I grew up dancing but I mean, ballroom dancing is something off the planet. And I still bloody don't understand it. I've I got no clue, mate. No, but, I mean, uh,
1: but mate, you know what you're doing. I mean, you, you I, did I, it I, successfully. I faked it really oh, fak! Well. You're talking to a uh, drag queen. I know faking it. Hey. Have you met me? <laughs>
0: hey, I, I I can give good neck and good shoulders, you know. And if I'm selling it that way, that's all good for me. But you know, my heart was in it, and I loved every minute of it. But it was damn hard yeah it really was um and but, but I also think...
1: also that, that that life-changing moment where you kind of go you yeah. know what i'm glad i did it and and you you had your eye on something you made it happen and you came out successful so like i, I did you feel better about yourself after you did it
0: I mean, absolutely. I, yeah. I felt like anybody could kick me to the curb and I could stand up and grow stronger and go, come on, throw me another one. What else you got? You know? Yeah. Um, and I, I think, you know, I, I definitely gained more confidence in myself because I think having, I think being part of a, a band also kind of makes yeah. you... Um, constantly um, compared to other people, and you can't be like a whole entity yourself. Yes. Um, and I feel like I really grew a little bit in myself blossomed. by blossomed. doing that show. Yeah, I love yeah. that word. Blossomed. Blossom. Blossomed. Yes. blossomed. blossomed, blossomed and, and, and
1: showed <laughs> and, and, and showed the world what Faye from Steps can do. Yeah. That,
0: that's just, well, it, it was yeah, it was a really gr- big growing moment for me, and um, I think I'm braver and stronger and more confident in real life now. Because because of it. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, absolutely amazing. But it's the same as you, you know, drag race is such a huge competition. And I don't know if you felt the same though, but like, even though you're, you feel like you have the tools, yeah. Um, you don't know whether, you oh. know, in that moment you can bring to the table what people are gonna want.
1: Oh God, it's, it's the most horrifying thing. And I, I, I don't know, how old were you when you did uh, Strictly? So
0: 44.
1: Okay, I did Drag Race at 37. I turned 38 while we were filming. So that was already late for a lot of the people that were there. And, and one of those life-changing things mm. where I just kind of thought, why not take a chance? Let's just see how this turns out. And you do it, and luckily it turned out good. But in the end, you kind of go, what an amazing experience. And then it just shifts your entire life. You know, as you were saying yeah. before, you, you're not in control of anything. You're not in control of what's to happen. And as it airs, you're sitting back going, wow. And then globally, all these people people out of nowhere going love you I loved this I experienced that and then you go what the fuck because you have no idea who's watching which is like even more insane you know like yeah I I, I think I'm probably most comfortable with a live audience but with television it's kind of like what the fuck who's out there I have no idea yeah it's wild
0: yeah and and it's I I what's quite interesting is because I watched your series of drag race, <laughs> you googled oh God. Me. I, uh-huh. I googled you. Yeah, no. Oh no! <laughs> that's what we did. That's what, that's, that's what, we, did. Um, that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and you know what's amazing to see um, on TV is your personality that's um, edited. You know, yeah. and all your funny um,
1: Nasty your little comments. one-liners and
0: yeah, all, all, all your amazing hate is comes through in a perfect <laughs> way and. But then to actually see you live on tour, because um, we came to see you, didn't yes, you um, when you were in Newcastle.
1: Yes, I've got and, pictures. Yes, we had a good time. Uh,
0: so much fun. And just to see you in your environment that you love best or, you know, that you have that that um, relationship with that's just yes. your thing. Well, and that was have... really amazing to, well, I appreciate to have the you. difference of that.
1: Well, I appreciate you schlepping to even come out and see me, especially in Newcastle. And I was so funny; I was backstage, and uh, I think I had done something online where I was like, "I'm in Newcastle tonight," and I'm like Fatosh was coming. Uh, and I thought that everybody <laughs> and their mother would be outside to attack you, but it was an amazing opportunity. And I, I am sitting back with my fingers crossed, hoping in November that I can come out and see. Because you know, I'm I, at any moment I'm allowed back in London. <laughs> I'm ready to go, uh, but I'm excited to come and see you on tour in your element in an. Arena. Oh she said arena. Yeah, she's done arenas. arena. Yeah, yeah. You know how arena. many arenas? Do you know how many places I have been that there's a poster of Steps in the hallway? I think the one... What's the, <laughs> where's the armadillo? The armadillo you is know, that...
0: That's in uh, Glasgow? Glasgow. yeah.
1: Yes, there is a, a, a poster of you guys, Steps, backstage. which was right next to my dressing room. And I took a photo <laughs> and sent it to you. And you were like, that's what am it. I wearing? <laughs> <laughs> that's the first thing I say.
0: How yeah, grateful th- is that?
1: Uh, Yeah. I mean, what am I wearing? Uh, How old is that photo? Uh, But no, I'm just excited that you guys are going to be back on the road again this year. As I said before, you guys are saving the year. Steps is back together again. They have new tour dates. Uh, What the future holds, 2021 UK tour dates. They start out in Sheffield on November 2nd and they end up in London. At the 02 on November 26th. So, for all your ticket information, you need to go to aegpresents.co.uk/slash steps, or you can go to Miss Faye Tozier's Instagram and check her out. It's Miss Faye Tozier Smith, correct? All one word? Yeah.
0: Faye that Jones is. link Lincoln bio.
1: <laughs> Lincoln bio. Oh, look at her. She's a good bitch. I love a you're Lincoln so, bio. You're so tech savvy. I'm the worst at all of this shit. I don't know. I don't know how to get anything done. But you do a great <laughs> job. Well, it <laughs> has been an absolute joy and a treat to catch up with you. I adore you. I love you. I think you're brilliant. I think you're talented. I think you're just like the best of the best. And and one of my favorite things about getting to do Jamie was connecting with you and the fact that I can call you, chat you, and send you pictures of ugly drag queens and we giggle. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate all of it. I truly, truly do. So thank you for taking time today for me uh, and send my love to Benjamin. And I hope to see you soon in real life, hopefully on this tour. Fingers crossed. Fingers
0: crossed. I love you so much, Bianca. I love so you. I nice love you. Love thank you. you so much. Yeah, Take care, my you.
1: angel. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Starbeans app a podcast <clears throat> a podcast network